Hello, I'm Adam Young, editor of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is The Lead. In this podcast, I will go over highlights from the past week in Lubbock and the South Plains and offer a look ahead to interesting stories our newsroom will be working on this week. I'm bringing in a few of the Avalanche Journal's reporters to share a bit about a few of the stories they're working on. So let's get started. And now we're here with Trends and Breaking News reporter Matteo Rusilis, just circling back on an event you covered at the end of last week uh, on Veterans Day, a new memorial that Texas Tech unveiled on Memorial Circle for Veterans. What did you learn from that? Yeah, so they're actually going to do two new additions to Memorial Circle. One of them is going to be called the Tribute Walk, and that's going to be a round Memorial Circle that is dedicated to all servicemen and women that have attended Tech. Um, so if you're affiliated with Tech in any way or attended Tech at any point, um, they are going to honor you in that way. The other addition will be the um, Wall of Honor within Memorial Circle. So that's going to feature 10 um, personnel that are currently on display at the um, Drain Hall where they have their own uh, wall, wall of honor kind of type deal, where they kind of list out the stories of their service, their awards that they've been um, given, if they were killed in action, the uh, war they served in, and all that information. Um, I know some of those big names, of course, will be um, one of the pilots from the Challenger, but then also um, Cavazos, General Cavazos, who was the first Hispanic four-star general in the armed services. Sounds good. It's already a, a really beautiful tribute that they have there, a nice walking through a just friendly reminder to don't walk through the grass. Yes. That's the protocol, right? Yes, absolutely. I did see a few students um, walk through grass, but that's what they kind of made it for is that you don't walk through it because it is a mor- memorial that was dedicated back in 1948. Yeah, yeah, right and, after World War II. Mm-hmm, yes. And then just looking ahead to this week, I know we were expecting uh, the um, proposed uh, student housing uh, complex uh, that had been rejected by the Planning and Zoning Commission earlier this month to come up to the City Council at a meeting this month. Uh, but well, we've learned uh, some developments in that that's not coming up. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we heard back from the unit at the Tech Terrace uh, Neighborhood Association that um, Up Campus, who was proposing the 750-740 student um, housing development, they decided to pull it from the um, upcoming City Council meeting. Um, so it is undetermined what's the next steps going to have to be, if they're going to have to go through PNZ, if they're going to bring up a proposal, or what's going to happen next. Um, so we are still looking into that, and we're going to keep you all up to date on this new development. Um, I know this is very kind of a hot topic right now, especially in that neighborhood and just around um, the tech, uh, tech, just Texas Tech campus area. Yeah, I've seen few neighborhoods or organizations in this uh, community mobilized like I have uh, just over the last few years mm-hmm. or, you know, last 10 years when the Tech Terrace neighborhood um, is uh, trying to protect that land or uh, just guide its future. Yeah, uh, I've seen um, the Overton area, them kind of helping out the Tech Terrace um, area, just kind of saying, like, y'all probably need to watch out for these things, especially with student development, um, all their, I don't want to say hazards that it would bring, but all the safety concerns that they are bringing up of um, the parking conditions, the getting in and entering the um, complex for that area and just the traffic in general. Sounds good. Thanks for helping us keep an eye out on that, Mateo. Of course. Appreciate it. The Avalanche Journal's business reporter, Alana Edgens, here. She wants to talk about food and pets. But first, you've got a story that came out in Sunday's Avalanche Journal about a new venue for moms. What did you learn about that? Yes, there's actually these two moms who they would meet up at Starbucks all the time And they decided that they wanted to provide a space where new moms or moms who have recently become moms can meet up and hang out and their kids can be in a safe space where they can roll around. They can be kids. 
but it allows them to relax and everyone to kind of socialize a bit better. And that's called Mom Lounge on 82nd Street? Yes, and they're supposed to be opening later this winter. And then getting into food, I know you had in your uh, best bites and best sips uh, some takeaways from the uh, uh, food truck alley that you and uh, Mateo Rosiles went to last week, uh, the Llano Cubano. Uh, wh what did you get from there? I got the regular Cubano, and it was really good. It's been on my list for a while now. I have a rolling list of all these restaurants I check out. So it was pretty nice that they were there. Food Truck Alley has some pretty good options occasionally. And that's a monthly feature that the city of Lubbock does over in the parking lot just across the street from us over at the Civic Center? Yes. And have you made it out to most of those? I think I've only missed one so far. And I assume it's growing from the one that I've been to where it had like two or three food trucks out there. Yeah, I think last time they had about six or seven. So yeah, for, for folks hanging around downtown, that's a cool thing to check out. And then kind of looking ahead, and I know you're um, expecting some openings um, in the month of December. What are your expectations from the week ahead and uh, upcoming weeks? For the upcoming weeks, um, rolling into next week, we are potentially going to get some news on a place called Vitality Bowls, which will be opening later next weekend. We're going to hear a little bit more about this place called Salata. And that is a Houston-based franchise that has health food salads is what they're pretty much known for. So we have some healthy food stuff going on. But then going into December, we're going to have the Mom Lounge opening. We are going to have quite a few things happening. So just have to stay tuned on that. Sounds good. And then you've been championing a lot of our uh, upcoming holiday coverage, some fun stories that we've got coming up, also some meaningful ones, but uh, a couple that you're looking at for later this week, I know involve pets. What are you expecting from that? Yes, I will be having a story on a pet gift guide. I'm one of those people who always buy their pets gifts and I grew up around pets. So lots of dogs, lots of cats. We've had birds before. So I'm going to be rounding up the local pet stores, seeing kind of what they suggest for pet owners. I'm sure it'll be a really great piece for all those pet lovers out there. I mean, is that typically food or, uh, or chew toys? Or I mean, just from your experience, what, what are folks usually getting for their pets? Well, my cats, of course, absolutely love food. My family's dogs, they usually give them like a nice big ham bone or some new really tough toys because German Shepherds can tear things up pretty easily. So it, it can kind of be a range of things. There's even like stocking stuffers that you can get your pets. Sounds good. Curious to see what you find out from local businesses on that. Same. Thanks, Elena. Thank you. There's a lot going on around our community, and we love your story ideas and tips. Please feel free to reach out to me at ayoung at labaconline.com. Give me a call or hit me up on social media. Here's hoping the week ahead brings great news and developments to Lubbock in our area. The lead is produced with the help of the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter Mateo Rusilis and photo editor Annie Rice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to checking back in with you next week.